Hello and welcome to Prep Hour. Today we're going to be talking about group projects. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Peter. I'm Marcus. And I'm Mark. And you're listening to Prep Hour. Marcus, Mark is not here. He's I know. Coaching a basketball game, I think. Oh, is that what he's doing? I think so. Yeah. Good I don't for know. him. He's he's independently wealthy, so he's like <laughs> he doesn't need us. He's anymore. like Tony Stark. He's just kind of he doesn't need us. <laughs> just us. That's all right. So we're one man down. Just like a actual group project, he's letting us do all the work. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about <laughs> what a group project is. We'll get into it in just a second. So I'll, I'll, I'm ripping this off of the internet, but the purpose of a group project is for kids to learn to collaborate and use their collective knowledge and skills to solve a problem and complete a task. However, it often turns into students divvying up tasks amongst each other and then combining them for the final presentation. Okay, that's the... That's the teacher's definition of it. Um, Urban Dictionary also has some definitions of group oh, project. I'm yeah. curious, yeah. Uh, group project, one, quite possibly the most idiotic educational device created by hyper-ego professors whose sole existence on Earth is to make you meet people in the library. Wow. That's classic. Group project, definition number two, a litmus test to see if a person is nice or an asshole. <laughs> Group project, definition number three, a project that doesn't teach you how to work with others, but teaches you patience and how to deal with morons. Group project, definition, I forget which one we're on, four? Yeah, yeah I think Professor's so. favorite excuse to not teach their students. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, this is the last one, a group project, a project that requires you to work with your peers intended to stimulate or simulate the real world where you work with other people on a day-to-day -day basis. It does this rather well because, like the real world, the bulk of the work, group work will end up freeloading off of the work of the more responsible individual, usually you. Like the meme said, <laughs> I want all the people I did group projects with to lower me into my grave so they can let me down one last time. Classic. That is classic. Yes. So, I think we can see what most people's... What's your view as... As a student, what is your view of a group project? And then as a teacher, do you do group projects in your class? So like, how did I view it when I was a student? Yeah. I think in high school, this might be counter to what other people kind of experienced, but in high school, um, I felt like I, I was the kid always taking care of stuff for the group project. Other people were incompetent or, you know, so they weren't meeting my standards of what I thought it should look like or the whatever the project was, or um, they just didn't do it or did it last minute. In college, <laughs> I think the roles reversed a little bit. <laughs> and I think I was the one kind of last minute on everything, stressing everybody out. So uh, just because... Really? I don't I know. see that. But. And, and I'm not that way like in my work life, but college was just crazy busy. So like it just, that was just a different time. But yeah, so that was kind of, that's kind of how I was as a student. What about okay. you? As a student, I hated them because I felt like I was the person that 
and maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm control freak that way, but it was, I felt like people didn't copy edit their work. Mm. I felt like people put things together. They were sloppy with stuff. Like, you know, I'm just like, this is a final grade. This picture should have a framing around it and it should be, you know, no, you don't put two spaces after a period and uh, this is the incorrect use. You know, it's just, and maybe that's just me, but I, I felt a lot of the work was just kind of hastily thrown together. The definition, first definition we said yeah. was it's usually everybody doing their own work and then you put it together which is what it was as a student. You put it together and then everybody's like, cool, we're done. And I'm just like, yeah, but we weren't. And then I would take it and I'd be like, I would always be the one I'll turn it in. Cause then I would spend another two days Changing on it, it, fixing everything. It's a good use. Of your Cause time. I'm like, I'm freaking getting an A on this. Cause yeah. it's a lot of work. And these people didn't cite their stuff correctly. And there's, and instead of sending it back and being an asshole, which I should have just been a jerk, but you know, I, you're a student. What are you going to tell me? What if they say no? Yeah, well, it's like, all right. Well. well, and then you get like the, like, teach, and I've, I'm guilt. I've done this before. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get the, the teachers will give you a peer review, assess the other members of your group, like how much do they participate? And that just makes you feel like shit. Cause you, I mean, even if you did all the work, you don't, you don't want to freaking yeah. rat anybody out and yeah. they're going to know, you yeah. know what I mean? Cause right. the grade's got to go down. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, they're weird. I, as a teacher, I hate, we work in groups. Mm-hmm. I hate group projects. I hate giving them. I know what students think of them. They really don't, which is funny. And when I was in the business department, we did a ton of group projects, like tons of them because, you know, that's the business world. That's the way it really is. And like they said, uh, yeah, it is that you, you know, four people do the work and the other 10 don't really do much of anything. Right. Um, but I, I always, I didn't like them. I just yeah. didn't like them. I don't give them. We work collaboratively in class. We do a lot of like case studies. Right. So I want them to find groups that they are drawn to in the case study because the case study is you kind of, hmm. you break up into groups like, well, is this the answer or is this the answer? And then everybody changes their mind about the answer. Harvard is, business school is famous for their case studies that they do in their business department stuff. So um, I like to do case studies. I think those are quicker and more collaborative and actually get everybody thinking. Yeah. Whereas a project, you, you don't really have to do a lot of thinking. You could just cheat the, the case study you can do in class. So right. I don't, I don't like group projects. I only did one and we had him on the show, Matt Campesino he does a 1960s cafe menu, which was really cool. And I did that a few times when I was teaching history in high school. Mm. That one was a really cool one. And I even had a few parents email me and tell me, what a, that's a cool project uh, where they make a menu and it has to have, you know, you tell them it has to have this and this and this and this. But other than that, you're, if you do whatever you want. So it always had these really cool creative things. Yeah. Because there were some grading criteria, but the rules were pretty much do whatever you want, which I think students liked. Oh yeah. Um, so they could be creative. They could they could do all sorts of things with it. There was really no limit to it. Um, and that's the only one I did. Yeah. And it was the only one I would want to do because projects, if you're really going to do them, take a lot of time. And if you're a teacher and you're doing six or seven projects a year, you need to cut out about four or five of them. 
close. <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah, I um I like when I first started teaching, I definitely used more group projects. Um, but just like you were saying, it, it the the cost benefit is it's not you know in favor of doing the projects because of the amount of time that they take. Um, and then when you really stop and look at like what are the kids really learning, um, and what are they really getting out of the project? A lot of times, it's actually not aligned to what you need them to be getting out of the project, even if you've you've tried to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It 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 is really hard, I think, to make a five day project like really truly be a reflection of what you need them learning. Mm-hmm. The one that I still last year, and I am not near to this point yet in my uh, in my uh, curriculum, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do. But the the one I still did last year was a World War One news organization project. So each group um, was assigned a country, World mm-hmm. War One, and they were a news team. And so each person was reporting the news separately and in a diff- different way, um, but within that, you know, from the perspective of that country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like one person was the I forget what all I call it, but the you're the newscaster, so you're recording a video of you out in the field. One was a uh, like the radio reporter, so you're doing a little podcast. Mm-hmm. One was the uh, I forget what I call it, but they're writing an article, a news article, and then they all get a separate grade. The only thing that's really group about is they can share their research with each other, and then they upload it onto a website that's like their news website mm-hmm. that they create create together. Um, so that's my only one that I've still that I did last year. I'm not sure if I'll do it again this year, but I. You see what I did? I had to like kind of make sure it's completely separate. Yeah. You can share the research. You're still discussing whatever, but like the product. So like, but then it's like, what's the point? I don't know. Yeah, but I think that's more realistic is I'm going to do my own thing, but I'm going to work collaboratively with these people. Maybe out of the 30 students you have, four of them are going to do podcasts. So you get the podcast people together and then they shoot back and forth ideas. Like I'm working, we're doing a second chance Pell Grant which is, uh, you know, for the prisons doing coursework for prisoners. I'm working with the other colleagues. They're doing their own thing, but we're looking at best practices. Like, what are you doing? So I don't have to make 18 mistakes. Yeah. You've already made them. Just tell me what you did that worked for you. And I, I think in a group project that would work. And then you get graded yeah. individually. Yep. Um, I think too many times, I think teachers get lazy with them. And they're doing them because it takes up time yeah and they're building something and look what the we made Q pyramid yeah and you know we're we're making something look at this yeah. look at this i've got the uh trifold thing out here yeah, we've got yeah. pictures on it and it's just okay well what did you really learn from it so right and and, and i'm with you like as far as i think my classroom is like i said i if i do the project this year really you see a lot of group work not group projects. And I, and I do think that's beneficial. Um, having students discuss things together, having them, um, you know, look things up or analyze a a text or document or whatever together and having conversations together, coming up to with a group consensus on something or, you know, debate or whatever. That's all I think super beneficial and backed by evidence and science, everything else. Yeah, I think so. But I think a real good, like all the good projects that I've ever seen anybody do or, or, or hand me and have me look over. And maybe I thought about doing it myself. were always something that was running in the background. Mm -hmm. It's like a piece of software working in the background. Yeah. You, you do it for a few days in class, get everybody started and going. And then it's, and then you revisit it throughout the semester because a real project, I think it's gotta be that real deep enriched learning you know, like I think your World War One project is is 
cool. Yeah. I think it's great. But other than that, I really, I mean, I know the data, if you, if you look up, you know, are, are group projects beneficial for students? I think they are, but I, I think just having them work in class on things, like we talked about last time with the good lectures, mm-hmm. you know, having them work on those little activities, I think a truly good project really they they're they're unicorns almost. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, absolutely. Uh, maybe not quite a unicorn. They are uh, uh, they're they're I don't know what's what's rare. What mm. do I want to say? Duckbill platypus. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're weird. They're not easily discovered. Yeah. and uh, and uh, yeah, that was the dumbest example I've ever. Given. <laughs> don't grade me on that. <laughs> he gets that grade. I'm leaving it in there too. <laughs> Yeah, I um yeah, I don't know. And and of course I think it depends on like if you're a math teacher listening to this, I don't math teachers don't from what I've seen do a lot of projects. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think you see it a lot in social studies. I think you get it in English. Science, I think they do more collaborative lab work. Well, they do labs, yeah. You know, and that's that's different, you know, cuz you're again, you're solving a problem together, you're going to probably produce your own lab report. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and I'm sure you get a, the projects at younger levels as well. You know, I I kind of joked about the sugar hue pyramid but i mean legitimately i, I mean i did that as yeah. a kid you know and yeah, i did I the we mummified a freaking chicken and buried it in the ground you know what i mean and i still remember <laughs> Whoa, it but <laughs> that's crazy well maybe that was a yeah but that's, is that a project we had produced like items i think that was the project part of it okay you had to collaborate with people you're not i mean as much as you can in like fourth grade or whatever but um on what you're gonna include in the burial because he's gonna take it to the afterlife and whatever um okay I don't know. Well, that's kind of fun. I still remember it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the hard thing too. Is it? It's education has shifted a lot, and it's continuing to shift. And what we know about what's beneficial, you know, changes just like any other industry. But a lot of the things that we've done historically, like they're fun, they're memorable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and some of the things we all remember from when we were in school were probably not the best, like instructional practices. You know what yeah. I mean? But we loved them, and we still remember them. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, it's true. hard to let that go. You know, and I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else? Have you been work? Have you been working with ChatGPT? You know, I haven't yet. But I'm. Have you, um, have you talked I, to any other? Um, I, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can go back a couple episodes. Yeah. To ChatGPT, and it's blown up on social media right now about like how to use it, or like some school districts are banning it. Um. And yeah, like, I, I've actually gone on it the last couple days just yeah. to check stuff because I, I'm fascinated with this thing yeah. and I can't get in. It's too busy. It says it's no too kidding. Busy. Yeah. And I think because class is starting back up. Inter- well, and so, you know, this is it's funny you bring this up. So I was just reading a thing on Twitter the other day about now people have created programs that can detect whether chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that program created it. Which yes. is hilarious. I don't know if it works or not, but that's what I was kind of what reading. they're doing. What Chat GPT and other open resource AI things are doing because they're getting a lot of pushback from universities and schools and teachers and stuff. So what they've yeah, what you're saying, they're putting an invisible watermark that only like Safe Search or whatever, like if you use. Uh, Blackboard or whatever. Oh, if, when you turn it in, it has an automatic. 
it checks to hmm. see if it's plagiarized. Like turn it, it will be able to yeah. check and say this was produced because it has a virtual watermark that you can't see anywhere. That is um, but they can they can see it and they can say that this was produced by an artificial intelligence program. That's fascinating. Yeah. So if you if you work with the AI to uh, produce your paper, does that count as group work? <laughs> <laughs> the ChatGPT did it. I just copy edited it. It thinks. So I have a question, an ethical question to ask you. Sure. So I have stacks of requests for that were given to me kind of last minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you tell me the ethical, and I will do what you what you say. So they are letters sure. of recommendation. Yeah. The students are like, I need a letter of recommendation. And like some of them need them like within a couple of days. And I'm just, <laughs> I hate to refuse them because like, what are they going to do? Chat GPT, however, produced one for me. I wrote it in, write me a, you know, 350 word letter yeah. of recommendation for a, for a college student. Yeah. And it produced one. <laughs> All I got to do is hilarious. fill in a couple things. Is it unethical for me to use that? Did what these, do you think? Did these guys give it to you last minute? Some of them, yeah. Some of them, I have time, but some of them, it's last minute. Yeah. I mean, I already have some letters of recommendation okay. for this particular thing, but they're like, right. you can tell they're very last minute. This yeah. one's actually kind of pretty good. Pretty good. Well, let's be honest. I mean, maybe this is just a me thing, but I'm pretty sure this is what most teachers do when they write letters of recommendation. I go to the other letters of recommendation I've written, <laughs> and I start pulling stuff out of it, <laughs> and then okay, you I've and then you individualize before. it. You know what I mean? Okay, I've done that. Before. Um, I mean, <laughs> why not? Why not? Okay. Yeah, I mean, right. you're gonna you're gonna go through it, and make sure it makes sense, and you're All gonna right. individualize it, right? Sure. Why don't you put that up on our social media and see what other and see people what think. people think? Let's put a poll. I think some teachers might hate us after our discussions I, about this. I'm asking. I'm just asking. So. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a short one. Well, not really. It's about 20 minutes. Nice. Thanks for listening to us today. Uh, Sans, Sans? Yeah, Sans, Sans Mark. It goes faster when Mark's not here. You know, he's blabs. This you know. is true. This not is true. true. <laughs> uh, a couple future episodes that we're going to be having, we're going to be talking with a teacher who is showing some signs of burnout. And we're going to talk with this uh, educator. And we're also going to be talking with Save Our Schools Arizona in the next week and we'll have an episode out about that so please make sure that you're checking our page out and go to social media and uh, uh, hopefully mark has uh, marcus has a, uh, a poll up there you can tell me if i'm being unethical or not i think i kind of am but i'm also in a, in a pinch for time because i've got a million yeah. other things right now uh, right now like i sound like a student don't i yeah oh man oh man Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Stay curious.